20 followers that you started a live video. Let me do this. Like to join. Jimmy invite. Let's do Hey, 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 Chew. How's it going, buddy? Hey, how's it going, Hopkins? Happy Saturday. Hey, 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 thank you for the love, Chew. How's your guys' Saturday nights going? <clears throat> Good to see everybody joining. Thank you. Cool, cool. People actually are okay. Gotta figure that out. Ooh. <laughs> Thank you for the love, Chew. How's your night going, Chew? Actually, just a second, everybody. I'm gonna go back inside and I'll be right back out. <clears throat> Hey, hey, sorry for the wait up. Hey, there's Michael. Let me invite you. How do I do this? There we go. Michael. Oh, yeah. Maybe because I already sent an invite, it's not letting me do it now. I'm so terrible with technology. There we go. Let's do DJ what up? again. Going on. What's man? up, dude? Happy What's up? Saturday. Happy Saturday. Saturday. Good to see you. Are you sure you uh you off work? You chilling? You just oh yeah. Rest of the oh, night yeah. to relax. Nothing. Nothing too crazy. Let me see if I can scoop this on up. Dude, that never toe-pass shirt <laughs> Thanks, you're wearing dude. today, too. Thanks. You had on some pretty good ones, too, man, all week. Yeah, I, I like I like to wear goofy ones. So. <laughs> Let's see here. All right. 
It's pretty good. So what, what's the temp? What's right the temp now, in Vegas right now? Right now, crisp 99 degrees. And the sun yeah, set over has there, right? Set. The nice thing about my backyard with our patio cover is that I um, I typically don't get any sun like right here directly on me until like maybe four o'clock. Exactly. That's like the golden. That's like the golden hour for sunlight for like shooting stuff too, which kind of sucks. But yeah, yeah. It's, that's the only time there's like direct heat, and it's only on like one side of my face too. So I like because I... you started you started doing you started doing the backyard reviews like mm -hmm. when it was pretty temperate weather, right? So this this will be your first like full on yeah. summer like yeah. trying to and do like this. I was just. I was uh, a little late to the party with my preparation skills as far as like, um, you know, putting in misters and attaching those along the top of the patio cover and stuff like that. So today was today was pretty miserable trying to trying to shoot. Oh, man. Oh, so yeah, you, I you already reviewed it. I did. I did the, um, the Agonorsa, Connecticut today. Oh, nice. Nice. Well, I don't want to ruin the review for the people, yeah, but, but I hope you enjoyed man. it. That was a good one. Thank you for sending that one along. <laughs> no problem, dude. It's, I hope uh, it's because the size of the new one's a quarter inch <laughs> bigger, quarter inch longer. So it, it's not much It's not much of a difference, but to me, they're very similar cigars. Right, right. Very similar cigars. Very, very similar. Yeah, no, for sure. It definitely, <sighs> it was definitely... Um, interesting like your review about kind of the newer size let me just lift this up a little bit here kind of reposition this is, unlike unlike last time where i was trying to scramble back from work um this time i actually have like my arm and everything all set up so it's uh it's a little less like i'm trying to rush i didn't even turn on my light last time we did our <laughs> our live well i because I was, I was, uh, I was inside. I was, I was playing teenage, teenage mutant ninja turtles, like I talked about, and I realized, like, oh crap, it's coming up soon. But I, I thought, like, right. oh, there's not much crap involved. And I was like, oh wait, I gotta get the light out. I gotta, you know, like plug this in. I gotta get an extension Same. cord. There's you know, always like, uh, you know, when you wait till the last minute, there's always ten million things that you have to gather and, you know, put together. Yeah. So what are you gonna smoke today? Yeah. Dude, I was about to ask you the same damn thing. About to ask Ooh, you the great. same exact question. Well, I, I pretty much. Mm -hmm. Oh, that, that you got the signature. That is awesome, dude. That is a fantastic cigar. You're you're gonna you know it's placenta, right? Right. So you're gonna like it. But uh, I gave. I walked up to my wife with like you know five to seven cigars. I'm like, pick one, and obviously all the ones that I like, you know, I'd be fine to smoke tonight. And she ended up picking. Oh, Daughters of the Wind, huh? I don't know if you can see. It. Yeah, yeah, the, the calico, awesome. the torpedo. So, yeah, I haven't smoked this one since I reviewed it, and I just remember it being a friggin' fantastic cigar. So I'm, I'm nice. looking forward I to see, it. Let's see. So Rob joined. I saw Kenny joined. Your wife joined. <laughs> yep. Yeah, my also my childhood best friend okay. Chu joined. Chu, 
Oh, he said, oh, okay. He says that he's sleepy. Okay. He's on the East Coast. He lives in uh, North Carolina. So he's right. he's well ahead of us. And oh, it says, uh, yep. Jono said, nice smoke. What's going on? Yeah, man. Welcome Good to see you in here, brother. Yeah. But yeah, this is a. Uh, oh, somebody asked Perdomo Cigars. Thoughts? Perdomo is solid. Perdomo is just one of those brands that is always going to be very affordable. Never going to blow your socks off, in my in my opinion. But they will always be solid. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, for, and they and they make up they make a lot of different types of profile cigars. Like people love the champagne. I haven't smoked one of those in forever, but I know people. I was going to say, I uh, when I was reviewing today, I was taking some of my still photos for thumbnails. And I just got in like maybe, maybe like a fifteen pack sampler of just different stuff that I've been waiting to smoke. Some of the, some of the crowned head stuff. I think that you posted the um, one of the crowned heads this week that I had grabbed, and I was waiting to come in. And the Perdomo that was in the pack was the Mag Fifty Champagne Tenth Anniversary in Tubo. I I take yep. it out yep. and. I had maybe let everything rest for like a day or two. And I was thinking that I was going to smoke it today as opposed to the Agonorsa leaf, the, the Connecticut. Cause I really wanted Cause you wanted something that? light. Yeah. I wanted, you wanted something I wanted light. Something light. I hadn't eaten Without yet. Hot. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to continue with the Connecticut's and I'll, you know, I'll get the Perdomo in. So I go to take it out of the tubo wrapper cracks. Yeah. I go to set it on the stand another crack uh, this time, like on the cap. And I'm just like, uh, these are all dried out, son of a bitch. So. Yeah, and that's a problem with Connecticut's too. Very delicate wrapper. The comparison, site that know. I bought it from, they don't ship with Boveda um, inside the pack. So yeah, I just. Yeah. I mean, I don't, want, I don't want like, you know, you don't have to name names or anything, but like, it's very, like everywhere that I, I experience these days, everybody ships with the Boveda. Integra, Boveda, whatever it is. Like, you know, if you're if you're buying 15 cigars, I just feel like that's kind of bush leak to not put something in there. Well, and also I they shouldn't, you know, they shouldn't profile by any means like like, oh, this part of the country, they should get it. You know, you live in Vegas, so maybe, you know, they should think more more about like oh maybe if we do pick and choose let's send it to yeah, this guy send something it with like this that. guy. Yeah. I know that there's like between eight and nine people in here. I think that we're just waiting on Jimmy to get back. He had to go grab some bug spray apparently. Otherwise, speaking of weather, he's going to die in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd. I mean. Luckily, I've never experienced an area where it has like that many bugs or mosquitoes or whatever. But uh, but yeah, I can imagine oh, look, it could get quite us. annoying. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's got to be a lot, man. I, I mean, my uh, I think that we talked about it on the last uh, the last live stream that you know I have some relatives that lived in Florida, so whenever we would go to visit them, man, it was hey. Hey. Hey, what's happening, partner? What's going on, man? I'm here. I made it. Yeah, you are. Just trying to not get bit. Good to see you. I am. Are you I am. Protected? I went and got cutter. <laughs> nice. So, are you? Uh, 
I tried to add Mar Martin, but I haven't. I don't think oh. I'm friends with them on here. Uh, are you? Uh, are you going to add him? Uh, Can you add him? See. I just sent him an invite. He can request to join when he gets in here. Oh, cool. Cool, cool. So what are you going to smoke tonight, uh, DJ? Probably, I have two. I have a Padron 26 and a Melania V Lancero that someone sent me. Yeah. Nice. I haven't had the Melania Lancero, but I uh, really like the original. Martin is actually going out with some dude, so he's not showing up. Yeah, okay. just, that's what he responded okay. to the message. No big deal. That is, that's is what it is. That's cool. Short short notice, yeah, anyways, right? Uh, so. Placing fun here. Exit. There you go. Cool. So what are y'all smoking? I mean, we have Joe knows. He's in the chat. We yeah. can invite him to join Dude, if he's interested. If you're a hey, hey Joe, if uh, you want, you could come ahead and, and join in. We're gonna have Martina Maya on, but he's uh, he's doing other stuff tonight. But uh, let's see if I can add him. Where's Joe? Nice little impromptu yeah. chiller. We're like, yeah, Joe, you showed your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, there he is. <laughs> going on man good to see you now you, you already beat us in the punch what's up guys <laughs> hey good to see well what you smoking joe actually i was at a family party earlier before i had to go to work and my brother gave me did you ever hear of regina cigars very 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 small um very small company and i'm Smoking a Dominican. It's a Dominican with a Criollo 99 wrapper. It's pretty good. Pretty solid medium. Pretty nice. solid medium body Habano. That's cool, man. Regina, yeah. Never heard, I've heard of yeah, Regis. But I think it's Regina. a regional thing. I'm pretty sure most people, if you're not in my area, you're probably not going to find it. They're very small. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, Brother Joe? How's it been? Doing good, man. Just finished uh, work a little while ago, which is why I'm not dressed up in my usual garb and why I kind of look like hell right now. So. <laughs> also very last minute in front Yeah, I was just thinking, hey, I'll, I'll pop in here and see what they're talking about. Wasn't expecting to be a, wasn't expecting to be a guest, so apologize I couldn't clean up a little bit better. Right there. Man, you're always welcome, dude. Yeah, man. It's Jimmy, did you say you had a Milano Lancero? I do. I, I have never seen Lanceros. Yeah, neither have I. Uh, uh, I don't know if Dan's in the chat, uh, but pass that caps in this team, I believe. Yeah, I didn't know that they made those. Obviously familiar right. with the original, the B Lancero, right. not the Milano. Well, I don't smoke many Lanceros. I just, just don't. You know, neither do I. Uh, but every now and then I'll come across one that's just too good, and it's kind of hard not to smoke those. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Lancero's not my yeah. go-to Vitol. They tend to be kind of a a, a burn debacle more often than not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I. The vast majority of Lanceros that I've smoked have had construction issues, so that's I just I don't go back to it. Now, do you guys have the same hang-up that I do with Lanceros with that it just feels awkward in the hand? Because that's the yep. biggest thing that drives me nuts. I feel like Cruella Deville. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Cruella Deville. Yes, cigarette. And for like, there's something about like the like the amount of smoke you get. It just seems like very thin. Like the smoke texture, it just seems like it's kind of missing oomph, and that the only thing I can I can equate it to is just the smoke. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't know. I mean, I personally really enjoy mm. them. I think uh, they are definitely not the cigar to smoke in a hundred and two in Las Vegas um, in the mid afternoon. <laughs> but um, you know, there's they're very like temperamental and. I prefer them if I'm if I know that I'm going to be smoking indoors at like a cigar shop and the amount of uh, the amount of different things that can affect what I'm going to do are minimal at best, right? So, yeah, I think that's really the only time yeah. that um, they're warranted. But when they when you do yeah, enjoy I... them in that moment yeah. and you take your time, I think that they yeah, look over really in the good. kitchen over by the uh, coffee maker. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I we started talking about arrows. You, you'd have to chime in with your with your positive <laughs> experience with them, Michael. I, I mean, I don't know. There's like my good friends; they swear by the Foundation Lanceros. I've never really been a huge fan. I think that the standard Oliva V Lancero is an amazing smoke, but the Figurado you know, and, and pretty much the double Robusto, like all the other ones are just as good too. So it's like, you don't have to limit yourself in that line. Um, but the, the Dom Pepin blue label Lancero that I sent you, um, I think both of you got one, right? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's special yeah. smoke to me. I think that that's fantastic. You know? Yeah. I don't know what's going to justify smoking yeah. that. I just, uh, yeah. Yeah, for me it's just like with cigars like that, when you're gifted something like that, it's very <laughs> difficult to light it up. Just because it, it uh, you're never gonna yeah. smoke another one. You know, like the the cello on it's yeah. freaking orange, it's so old, you know, so it has to be such a particular set of circumstances to be able to wanna smoke that one, you know. I get it. So how's your, how's your guys' weekends going? Busy. I'm one week away from. Yeah, you, you've been you've been. I'm one week away. Guy. Yeah, I'm one week away from joke? vacation. So I'm just biding my time. Yeah. You got yeah. Plans for well, obviously, yeah, plans for the yeah. vacation. I uh, I take the family up north to Wisconsin, and uh, for the average temperature in the middle of the summer is about. 79 degrees, so it's pretty nice. Beats 105. Nice, nice. Like a like lakefront prop. Yeah, we read a, a place right on Lake Michigan, yeah. and it's it's glorious. It's fantastic. It's the best. That's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, like a yeah, it's, to me. it's up there, man. That's awesome. 
So you you, you survived the day. Uh, you... Yeah, I didn't get a. I got about one and a half of the three squares done, and then the heat just I couldn't keep going. And then I, the biggest issue was I didn't know what to do with all the dirt. I got to the point where I was like, I, I had no place left to put it when I was digging the, the gardens out. So I have a... Uh, uh, and so this is, this is completely for, for recreational use, right? Like you're not digging it for like a construction project no, or anything like just, that. You just, yeah, we're just want a garden. When we moved into the place, they had like jalapenos and squashes being grown that they left rotted in the, in the ground for us. And then it sat for like years, and it was flowers every now and then. But it's just been weeds for the past couple of couple of years. And I'm like, I should probably just use that land since it's already set up for a garden. And my uh, grandfather-in-law has really nice raised beds. And he came over. He's like, Yeah, first thing I do is dig that out because it's too shallow. So I got to dig a foot down on each one of the, the three four by fours, which wouldn't be a problem. And speaking. Hey, so, uh, apparently you're you're into polygamy because we have a message from Miss Lease saying that you're saying that she's your yeah, second wife. <laughs> oh, how about that? Uh, how about that documentary on Netflix or whatever show that is about that? Did anybody check that out yet? Where the guy had like sixty-three wives or whatever, no. started his own no. cult. No. Uh, is that what's Michael that? Hunter? Professor, is that the guy? Sure. Name? My wife's been telling me like little tidbits here and there because I haven't had time to watch it, but apparently it's pretty wild. That's how that's how <laughs> much into that shit I am because you you just you know you explained it. I've never heard of the documentary, but just that reminds me of the guy Michael Trevesser who has oh, his own cults are fun though. So. Yeah, I did. Yeah, they're interesting. You have more fun as a follower. You make more money as a leader, though. Uh -huh. Okay, Creed. Good point. Damn good point. <laughs> Words of wisdom for one Creed, Creed Breton. Uh, right. Yeah. So, Joe, I, I noticed your your uh, your ban or whatever suspensions over on YouTube, and you've been yeah, posting on there. You know, and I almost so didn't do that, but your 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 pep talk kind of made me change my mind. <laughs> um, you know, it was, uh, I was really just so incensed by what had happened. Uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't a surprise, but when it finally happened and when I saw how they worded the reason for the ban, it just really struck me in a really weird way. Like, they, well, it wasn't even personal. It was just clear that they were not above making shit up. You know, they just made shit up about yeah. what I was doing. What was the wording? And so the yeah. wording was, you violated our terms of service by trying to sell a regulated substance. Now, I don't know where they were talking about where I was trying to sell anything. I gave my thoughts on a product, but that was it. I didn't include links. I didn't tell anybody where they could get them. I think I may have mentioned what the general price point was, and I think that's about the closest I came to selling or attempting to sell anything. Uh, but the fact that they just decided, oh, we'll just pull something out of our ass and say he did it, uh, just really pissed me off. And um, so I was just, it was one of those things like, do I even want to be 
even tangent. Yeah, you know, so and and I know sooner or later it's imminent that I'm going to get strike number two and eventually strike number three at some point. But to Matt's point that he was basically what tipped me back over the edge to start putting things back up on YouTube while I could was that he said, you know, a lot of these bigger names like Cigars Daily, uh, Best Cigar Reviews, and Cigar Obsessions, now that they're off, we've got a, albeit short period of opportunity where we have kind of a vacuum in the category that we could fill for a time. So that's kind of what was the motivation for me to get back into doing it again while I still can. And I'll just kind of suck it up and try not to take things too personally anymore and just do it while I can. And when they finally pull the plug, okay, so be it. I'll go to the alternative channels that I can utilize after that. So thank you, Matt. I appreciate you giving me the little motivational talk. Uh, you're a good man, Charlie Brown, and you, you got me over my uh, personal vendetta for the time being. <laughs> it's it's, all, it's exactly. all for the greater good, man. All for yeah. the greater good. And you, you already have, you have your avenues to facilitate to where, where you yes. can go after, you know, what happens on YouTube. That's yes. Inevitably happens. And it is inevitable. So. It's right now it's yeah, right now it's just we're, you're fishing. You're just fishing to get people that's right. over to the other platforms. Yeah. That's the way I see it. And if it wasn't for your interjection there, I wouldn't have ever thought about that factor at all. So I do appreciate that. That's why you all got to head to TikTok. So why the neighborhood? Yeah, they're know? coming to get me. <laughs> What's the box? Yeah, you too, they heard you. Man, they're more connected than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man, they got first responders in their back pocket now. That's it. They're on the police force. So I've been looking, though, uh, Matt, I don't know if you've noticed this or not, and it probably has to do, like, how many reviews do you post a week on average, or do you have a set number that you do? Wow. Four. Okay, that is a lot of content, and because I'm doing one. I've always done one a week, and I'll do a bonus video every now and then when I have another idea in mind. So that that consistency and that – that rate of content, your channel is growing, man, so damn fast. And it's really awesome to watch. Uh, And your Rumble page is growing really fast, too. You're going to be overtaking me on both platforms pretty damn soon. I hope you realize that. Thank thank you. But it's... For me, I, I think I may be, like, a little OCD. Because, like, once, once I have, like, a set, like... Uh, like kind of like a creature habit once I have my my rhythm it's almost it's almost impossible for me to get out of it like I hate so much like the idea of thinking about missing a video like having to post a video and so it's it's a it's it's a for better or for worse you know that's just the way I am once I get into a set rhythm and like it I think it you know also just 
consistency. Like consistency is key just to, to have people, you know, be able to like, okay, this is, I expect to see this guy's video at this time. And just, you know, not me just getting into right. a rhythm, but the viewer getting right. into a rhythm too. So yeah, uh, just rumble, just each video I'm going to end with, yeah, like, uh, you know, that goes on YouTube wherever, follow me on rumble in Odyssey, no matter what, yeah. the video is going to end exactly. with live stream so joe what's what's the what's the best cigar you've had recently? um recently like in the last like 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 last few months okay that's a pretty tough question i'll have to, I'll have to think about that for a little bit um you, you think i saw you just posted the yeah the cycle is one that I, I i've had that one before a bunch of times before i actually reviewed it and that was one that i wanted to review for the channel, but most reviews that I put up, they're voted up. Um, so, um, and there's only a select few people that get to vote. They have to subscribe to my newsletter. If they subscribe to my newsletter, they get to vote for the cigars. Um, so I've been trying to get the disciple on the channel for a long time and finally it got enough votes to do it. So I was really happy about it. And it was just as good as I remember it being. Um, I'm not, You're I think we lost Joe. Joe. Yeah. Yeah, they got him. He has him. a big circle they got on his face. YouTube got him. <laughs> Even Instagram. YouTube caught wind from Instagram. Or vice yeah, versa. Instagram caught wind from YouTube. That's a weird thing with, with cross-platform banning right now. Because that's happening. Yeah. That's uh, happening? Not so much between YouTube and uh, Instagram, but like if you're a Twitch streamer, and you get caught breaking Twitch TOS streams on a different platform, they'll ban you from both. Uh, and like same thing with Twitter. Like Twitter's like, well, we heard you were bad on this platform, so it's crazy. Wow, that's bizarre. That is bizarre. I don't know. I mean, I can understand maybe like if you're under yeah. the alphabet, you know, like how they have the the concurrent company of all the you know YouTube or, or Google, whatever. But like from like different yeah. company to different company, that's kind of like yeah. Well, even order, like so you if know? you're if you're a Twitch partner, you're part of your little contract is you can't talk bad about any other Twitch person. So that's one love. Like if you're on Twitter talking shit about some other partner on Twitch, they'll they'll revoke your partnership with that. Because I know that's one of the routes that uh, uh, Martin was talking yeah. about going to instead of going back to, to YouTube. He was going to talk about maybe just doing Twitch, which I do Twitch. If you could just hang out and do nothing all day and smoke cigars, that'd be great. But to be popular on Twitch, you got to stream constantly. Twitch, yeah. uh, Twitch doesn't allow cigar content, though, I thought. Really? I, I don't know. I've, I've never looked into it for cigars. It's prohibited in their terms of service. Yeah. Even, if, even if you're just chatting? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, so you can pretend to lick people's eardrums, but you can't smoke a cigar? I don't think that they they want anybody promoting any tobacco products or, or anything kind of related to tobacco products or like hookahs or anything like that, I think. I'm not sure. Probably. Well, there's one, one, one less avenue. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I saw uh, AV Prodigy Saran. He's he's in the chat. Good to see you, man. Super cool guy. He was one of the very early uh, people I spoke to early on on Instagram. He's a very, yeah, very man. Down AV's been cool following dude. for a while, man. Pleasure to have. Mm -hmm. So how's that? How's that signature so, going, I mean, this Michael? Thing is burning like a champ, to be honest. You know, you said there were a lot of comparisons to the Cisco, and you know, it definitely, it's definitely burning like a Cisco. I have to say, the draw is a little bit tight on it, but I think that's because I probably just got the box this week. However, with this box, there is a bobeta that comes from the factory in it. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Unlike my, yeah. Yeah, the ash on that, the ash on those is so pretty. Yeah, seriously, it's uh, seriously. it reminds me of a Cuban, like uh, back when they had great construction. <laughs> Thirty <Seriously>. years ago. <laughs> <clears throat> what do you uh, what do you give me? You went with uh, an Oliva V Melania. Sorry, Michael. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, so you're Melania doing the Lance yeah. How are you liking I'm, that? It's burning very, very fast. It's good. It's way more pepper uh, through the nose than the regular one for me. But it's good. I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of lighter, which is surprising. It's, but I don't really know. Huh. Well, I, I do think. No, you're, sorry, I, sorry. I, I don't know. I, I was going to say, I do. You're good, man. Okay. Oh, you I don't go. know the, 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 the draw <laughs> of people who smoke Lanceros. Like, I get that it's supposed to have more of the, the, the wrapper, so it's supposed to taste better. It tastes pretty much the same. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just burning through it Mike, crazy fast, but I also smoke fast. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's like if you really want to taste the essence of the wrapper, that's, yeah. that's definitely the cigar for it. Um, but you know, you're losing out on the binder and the filler, right? Which is also another part of the blend because you have a lot less of it. So yeah. I, you know, the arguments there, there's arguments on both sides. Nobody's ever going to agree. I, I just think that it's, um, it's a unique way to experience a blend. That's definitely like, um, I cool. just had, uh, one of the Phineas gauges by Drew Estate that they came out, which is basically an H99 Liga, but in a Lancero format. Slight different tweak to the blend, but that was um, where in the H99, it's unlike any other Liga because it has all of those like wonderful, like Corojo, Criollo spices going on. And it's a little bit lighter and not as, um, not as intense all that broadly. Uh, yeah. The Lancero was, the Lancero was good, but it wasn't the same as like an H99. And I mean, like I'll post the review on it eventually, whenever they're distributed out here and I can um, not piss off anybody at Drew Estate, but <laughs> like, you know, it's a, it's just a different smoke, man. It's a different way to experience the blend. It's very similar to the H99, but it's also kind of its own thing. Yeah. Yeah, even from going, from a Toro to a Robusto to Churchill, the blend can change so much, let alone a Lancero. 
you know, have to re-engage with a lot more rapper right. and, and probably longer right. too. Right. Yeah, you, you can piss off through a state. That's okay. Mm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. I, I, I tore up their uh, their sweets, which still pisses off a lot of people. The factory sweets. Oh, yeah. Cigar. Factory smokes? It is. Yeah, the factory smokes. The, the sweets, smokes, yeah. specifically the sweets. I like the Connecticut and the Maduro. Uh, but the the sweets is awful. Oh really? Like as soon as the sweet wrapper, as soon as the sweet wrapper wears off, you're like, oh, that's what it was hiding. <laughs> terrible, terrible tobacco. <laughs> yeah, I I've heard the factory smokes obviously, Same. but I've never heard of the factory. Well, so sweets. the factory smokes, one of them is a sweet tip habano. Um, so like I had family over one Christmas, and they all only smoke uh, flavored flavored or sweet tip cigars. So I bought them a bunch of those. And each one of them, as soon as they got halfway, I had an ashtray full of half-full cigars because that's about where the sweet cap wears off, and they were all done as soon as that stopped. There was, like, no redeeming quality. And then one of them was smoking yeah. the factory Connecticut, and she smoked all the way down. That's a good cigar um, for, like, a buck and a mm. half. It's really good. Yeah, those are very popular. I've never, never had one, but I know that they're very popular. Yeah. They sell well. They're uh, well. It's like a, it's like a five dollar cigar where you're like, but I'm about fifty out here. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. going to a, to a humidor out there. Yeah, and like, oh, yeah, it's like a dollar sec. Oh no, the dollar section doesn't exist here. Yeah. No. No way. Not not even if you want to buy mm -hmm. like a Kohima. Like, you know, a very small cigarillo. Yeah. It's like a dollar twenty-five or something. So silly. Ugh. But yeah, this uh this Castagli Daughters of the Wind, this thing's friggin' it's, it's money. Like I haven't smoked in it in a while and I regret it because this cigar is friggin' it's cooking, man. It's friggin' yeah. great. I think that for the upcoming PCA trade show, I'm going to try to film with Vlad, who's the broker for them out here, for the first time. We've been talking about it since December, yeah. and him and I, we met up on Friday, and he's finally back from all of his travels and whatnot. And, you know, I think that we're going to try to do some stuff with Castagli for uh, PCA in another couple of weeks, which I'm thoroughly excited about. But I had, like, the... I had the Castagli posted today. That was like the last of the, the batch of um, studio episodes that I had going on. So it was just like kind of apropos and perfect timing that I, I had that posted today. But it's just like I talked about it in there that the Daughters of the Wind was the first one that I had smoked at my local B&M and just like blown away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I saw your, your uh, video posted of the Villa Castagli. I, I started it, but I haven't had a chance to finish it yet. But uh, that, that cigar is very yeah, true, true. Right. No, I did that. I did that with both of your guys' videos this week because I was so busy that I would get through like half of one in the car and then I would forget to comment. And then I'm like, oh, God, I got to go back and comment. And then I'm going back through my history, like looking at what video I had watched, what I had liked. And I'm like, oh, man, this is a mess this week. Yeah. No, and that that's that's what especially with DJ's videos yeah. because they you know they're longer and I always I always listen to them while I'm working because I, I just love doing that. So I always like have to like remember like oh gotta go back and make sure you know comment on it. You know if if there's nothing to comment on then I just you know 
don't bother, but I usually <laughs> do have something to comment. So yeah, it always, it always That's happens funny. with DJ's videos. Jimbo is slowly making me disappear. <laughs> Very. So are you in the you're in the backyard, yeah, DJ? In the backyard with a fan and a big ass ring light, uh, which is much I feel much more safe than I was last yeah. time. Yeah, in the adder, and your ass is probably like more happy about it too. Not in yeah, the adder sure, on that chair. So bad the next day. I guess it was hurting <laughs> while I was doing it. Then I'm like, that's oh, no big deal. And then the next day, I'd go to sit down just on my couch that was in that that stupid Airbnb, and I'm like, oh, I think I legit bruised my ass sitting there for three hours. But then what's worse is so that house had no. It was just a. There was no gate or anything, so where I was sitting, you can just see street, and there was just people out and about and it's Galveston's not a great city to begin with uh so I'm just sitting there I'm also it got to be like yeah. one o'clock in the morning or, and, and I'm sitting there no one cared I'm yelling in the backyard and apparently that part of the city had like a, a noise ordinance and I'm like oh well but yeah it was just bad shit we went to yeah. uh oh DJ you're, you're gonna like this very cool I have I have four next to me, but they are out of oil. <laughs> yeah. I need to get the. Uh, I made sure to. The citronella oil, uh, tiki torch oil. That's what I need to get. We'd have that, but we have yep. really bad June bugs in Texas, and they will just fly into the flames and then explode. Uh, so we, we stopped using them. <laughs> so we're sitting in the backyard, and all of a sudden, you just you see. Boom. Oh, yeah. Little yeah. oh my god, that's probably not <laughs> great to have up, but you no. Know. Also, also, DJ, another good thing that I use because we we have yeah. a little bit of mosquitoes here, but just enough to bug us. That's why I, I use wondering. this. It's a buggy band. It's and a vanilla dips band. Yeah, I just yeah. put it around my ankle, and yeah, they don't bother me. We have a real bad fire ants, and just cleaning off the patio. And then I was I was digging in the flower bed, and apparently they had tunneled all throughout it. So a clump of dirt landed on my foot, and it immediately started to like burn. I looked down, and four of them are just stabbing me. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. So I was like, I gotta at least get cutter so the mosquitoes don't bite my feet as well. Yeah, yeah. So it says we have four four viewers. I don't know if that includes us. Or if that's just, you know, just the viewers and then us on top of that. I mean, I believe that it's three plus us currently. Okay. Okay. Because uh, mine says five now. It, it could change, you know, and it could read differently for us right. at any given time, depending on how accurate the system is. What, bring, uh, what are you guys uh, drinking? Concoction. So... There's uh, there's water because it's like still 80 or 98 degrees. There's a little bit of Victory Golden Monkey, Belgian strip, Belgian triple to go nice. along with this guy. And then um, case I get case I lose that, there's always Diet Dr Pepper. That's cool. That's cool. What's what's uh what makes up your concoction, uh, Jimmy? DJ? Yeah, it's an alcoholic tea. So it's it's a uh, regular tea, Captain Morgan, uh, 
uh, Jack, not Jack, is it Jack? Yeah, Jack Daniels, uh, the Tennessee Honey, and then uh, Triple Sec, yeah. Sweet and Sour, and I think Gritty. So it's very sweet and a bunch of alcohol. There you go. And I got yeah. Scott putting the drink down. And my, Michael, being experts in the, you know, in the venue, what do I you mean, think about that kind of drink? Sounds like he was almost going Lynchburg Lemonade for a second and then, uh, you know, kind of switched it up a bit. So, I what, mean, what, what would that have been? What's that? What would that have been? Like, what would I have put in? Yeah. What's Lynchburg? So Lynchburg, Tennessee, Tennessee whiskey, usually Jack Daniels, right? And then you can do like Arnold Palmer where you mix lemonade and iced tea, or you yeah. could do like typically most of the time it's like triple sec, Cointreau, Grand Marnier, one of those orange liqueurs, and then your yeah. you know lemonade mix, which is just like fresh lemon juice, simple syrup, or sweetener. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, it's my drink knowledge. Cocktails is zilch. So yeah, I have it. You're the man. Like people ask me, like, oh, like what? What do you? What would you pair with this? You know, about cigar views. And I'm like, dude, I'm not the guy to ask. Like, I like I, coffee. This is my main drink, and then bubble water. Like, if if I'm not yeah. reviewing, it's coffee yeah. or bubble water. So that's all I. Do. I always refer them to you, Michael. <laughs> I'm like, ask this guy. This is the guy. Well, I appreciate I want. that. I uh, I send you guys the thing. Um, Hold on. You guys know how to make a spiked Arnold Palmer? You know they make a spiked Arnold Palmer now. Yeah. Not only that, but Jack Daniels specifically, they uh, they just partnered with Coca-Cola. So now you're going to get Jack and Cokes ready to drink, which is pretty wild. Ooh. Uh, that's cool. I mean, that, that's a, a win-win for both of those Got to capitalize you know? off of the popularity for sure. Um, there's a lot of RTDs that are yeah, out there. Like the high noons have made their way across the country. And those are, I feel like at the distributor level, I see probably a new one once every month. I mean, like Ciroc has their own one. Um, all the big brands, Crown, they all, you know, Tanqueray, they they all have RTDs and um, Canda options now, which is interesting. It, it, it's almost like they're taking yeah. the... Um, the difficulty of bartending, so to speak, out of the, you know, out of the consumer's hands sometimes and just giving yeah. them a pre-made option. They're going to put you, uh -oh. they're gonna put you out of a job, Michael. Nah, man. <laughs> I'm like those bugs that you guys have down there in Texas, man. You can't get rid of me. No matter how hard you try. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, job security. I've heard if like, someone orders a Jack and Coke. That's a good way to tell that they've they've never actually ordered alcohol before. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, if it's a mixed drink and that's what you're uh putting your marketing into, I mean, I'm I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'll be, you'll be fine. <laughs> <clears throat> hmm. Well, that is cool, man. So, my, Michael, with your job, like are are you not, not, I don't want to, you know, you don't have to answer if you don't want to get too personal or whatever, but with, with your job, uh, are you just like a, a mixologist slash bartender at a really high end place? Like what, what's, what, how would you describe your, your job? Like, what, so I exactly work for the do? largest spirits distributor in the country. Um, previously, cause I've worked there for, it's going to be eight years in August. Um, 
previously my role in the company was I was brought on to lead a team or not to lead a team, but to join a team of two other individuals. So a team of three that handled all of the mixology, cocktail development, bartender training, and basically special events, whether they be charitable or non-charitable that we were doing in-house um, for all of Nevada. So Reno and Las Vegas, mostly, where we distribute. And with that, okay. it's basically a turnkey operation, right? Because with the three-tier system, if you're working retail or what we would call on and off premise where somebody's consuming the drink on the premise that they're at, or they're on the premises that they're at or off premises where they're just going to a local liquor store and buying it. Right. Um, if you're on, that means that you're working behind a bar and you're serving drinks to guests on the Las Vegas strip off the Las Vegas strip somewhere, you know, in the greater Nevada region. So, not all of those bartenders go through a formal cocktail schooling and it's turnkey for us because we have to sell the product to the big casinos, to the hotels, to all the, to basically everywhere per the law. So we offer a service where we have yeah. a mixologist in house that can create your menu and teach your bartenders and other mixologists how to actually incorporate the things that you want to push. So, that was my role for the first five okay. years. Then the pandemic hit, started a YouTube um, to, as like a creative outlet. And I came back last year in May to help out with sales. So the role was, you know, the role transformed. And now I help with sales directly. And, you know, I still do some of the mixology stuff on the side, especially to help out the sales team, because it's a good way for me to kind of let everybody know, hey, you know, like this is a way that I've utilized this ingredient in the past and maybe it'll help sell it out there. But that's that's pretty much been my role. Before yeah. that, I spent the better part of 10 years bartending on the strip and finishing up all my certifications, doing my master accreditation through the guild and, you know, all that's all, all the mixology stuff, doing competitions around the country, New Orleans, New York, wherever. That's sick. That's sick. Yeah, because in my in my head, in my pea brain head, I just thought like, oh, Michael, he's he's just a you know a very <laughs> high end bartender mixologist at like you know super premium Vegas spot. That's right. like all that was going through my head, you know. So everything you do is essentially yeah. back end stuff behind the you know. Yeah, not you, gotta, you gotta Google people more, man. I gotta what? He's got a a a, a branch. <laughs> you got a branch right down the street from where I work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I probably do. Um, <clears throat> being that being that the uh, the largest spirits distributor in the country kind of gives it away. But you know, without actually saying their name. <laughs> I'm just I'm fortunate because of the fact that, um, like I said, in our last live stream, you know, I never imagined that a lot of them would pay attention to what it is that I do. But I was very surprised that, that they were very curious and that I found other cigar smokers that I had ex as colleagues for years that had no idea, right? Um, and even in, my, even in my group of mixology people that I was working with, you know, it was kind of funny because when we started out, we didn't have like a desk or anywhere in the office to go. So we, were, we would sit there and it's it's me i'm a bartender by trade mixology guy by trade and i'm talking to another guy and his personality is completely different than mine i like to talk 
he's very like, you know, much into getting the task done and getting his computer work done and whatnot. So I'm sitting there in this lounge basically of an office that we have. And I'm like, okay, I got to break the ice with something. Hey man, what do you like to do? And he's like, ah, well, I mean, I smoke cigars every so often. And I'm like, that's the bridge right Mm -hmm. there. So we actually created kind of Mm -hmm. a thing where we would take buyers out once every month for cigars that we still do it the first Monday of the month, pretty much. And that's been a continuous thing almost through the last three years. Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. You know, it's it's definitely your time to shine even more so, Michael, Mm -hmm. during during those those times. Yeah, then you get to expense really nice cigars. Yeah, I mean, there you go. <laughs> it's it's one of those where uh, you know the company doesn't really they, they don't really like the whole entire cigars being on the receipt. They like to just see the alcohol on the receipt. But yeah, dude, if, if it gets a sale, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if uh, if it's for a buyer, right? I mean, yeah. the buyer needs a good cigar. Yeah, yeah. Well, like so, our our yeah. our sales a bunch guys, of- they'll go out. To, to take someone to dinner and they'll do like a $500 tab and $300 of it is the alcohol. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just what it took. Well, you know, it's a multi-million dollar account. So they're like, I guess it's okay. Yeah, yeah. drop in the bucket. I mean, it's a yeah. tax write-off at the end of the year anyway. Yeah, but we, we've had, I, I like listening to their stories. So they'll be like, they'll take, invite someone out to dinner. They'll bring their entire family. And then like while the check is coming, the wife is like, yeah, we'll take every dessert to go as well as they know. They're like, yeah, here you go. Like, I'm not I just, I just bought a $300,000 piece of the I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, just a bunch of Davidoff Oro <laughs> Blancos on the receipt. Oh, like they, they, that's they needed the box. Talk about earlier, we talked about the most expensive cigar that we've ever smoked. Yeah. Are, are we talking no, about no, that can, now? Is, is we can that save it for later. What is the the chat said? Man, when I was a kid, I had to mix everything on the fly. Yeah, um, me too. Guys, <laughs> best my father's cigar was ever made. Ooh, and what are we smoking? Best my father's cigar ever made for me was. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw the review, but the Humidor Deluxe—that was the best one I ever smoked. But the, you can't, you can't find that freaking cigar anywhere. So that's probably my oh, favorite. You know, my father, what I think is the best. Yeah, it came in a like a humidor of a hundred, and it was like a ten thousand dollar humidor. There was only like seven thousand cigars released total, so it was a you know very. I mean, it sounds very bougie and kind of you know snooty of me to say that, but that in my opinion, from my experience, that's yeah, the best one I've ever had. Yeah, and this uh, I I don't know if the the viewers saw this, but I'm smoking the Castagli Daughters of the Wind and calico which is a torpedo bomb cigar the monte cristo espada Villante, also very very good in the signature line yeah yeah i was smoking about yep. uh oliva v lancero but i'm about to light up a padrone because this thing is burning the hell out of my tongue <laughs> 
Oh, it got too hot. Well, I, it's our, I'm already I'm here, and it's just, it's just, there's, just, there's nothing to catch the fire. It started burning my tongue halfway through. Jeez. I have a solid like bird circle on my, on my. That is no. Oh, this is slightly less enjoyable. <laughs> is it? Bit of dry heat in Texas uh, right no, now it's too. Slightly wet, uh, but I also have a uh, like a swamp cooler fan pointed at me, so it's it's nice right now, and it's actually it cooled down a lot. I mean, a lot. It's ninety four, I think, right now, but it was one hundred and six today while I was digging in the dirt. So, you poor bastards! It's a, uh, it's seventy degrees here. It's literally forget. It's perfect oh, temperature outside. Yeah, we saw that it was getting to eighty eight next week, and we're like, oh. 88 okay yeah that that was not that was the high today and we're like oh my god so <laughs> long. He's, he's just dying out here right now it's so bad yeah i mean it's like it, it's about 97 right now and i think that i prepped myself earlier today to, for this by doing that review when it was like 104 Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah, tested building yourself. up my my strength this summer. And so, so Michael, the most uh, expensive cigar you ever smoked was it, the. It, uh, I mean, like Bihike. it became the Bahike, right? Because the price of the Bahikes went up so much. Like when I bought them, it was probably like a thirty, forty dollars stick, from what I was saying. But just in the time that it took me to go through the ten count box and the three count sampler that I had in each size. Um, you know, now it's like a 300 plus USD cigar. So, yeah, I mean, it's got to be the the amount of Bihikis that I smoked too. Like, because I probably, I had one with my good buddy Mark who was on our last live stream for a hot minute. And then I think I added another one out to a friend and yeah. the other ones I smoked all but one. So, you know, I probably went through about six of them. Is, is it is it like I've never had a Bihike? Is it like worth the hype? You think not at three hundred dollars a stick, but <laughs> at uh, at fifty dollars, I would say maybe even seventy five. Like I put it right there at that Monte Cristo Edmundo Dante's, like seventy five to a hundred. I mean, we talked about it. You know, a hundred dollar stick is is kind of egregious, but. If you're going to do it one time to say that you did it, I think that it's okay. Um, is it worth that much? Yeah. Probably not. But I, for yeah. what it was... Is it... Like, what, what are the characteristics? What, what are the characteristics of that cigar, well, Michael? I mean, it's been a few years since I've had one, but it was basically like taking a... If anybody is familiar with the Siglo series, like the Siglo 6, where you're getting into that almost like yeah. Toro kind of size for a Cohiba. And then having the dark Colorado Claro mm -hmm. on it and having that Medio Tiempo, that that top priming of Lajero, it was like, it was like having a, the, it was like having a Partigas Serie D number four, a Boulevard Bellicoso Fino and a Cohiba Siglo six, like mixed together. Like it had all this extra body, but yet creamy and smooth. And I mean, it was just like the very, very best of a Cuban cigar at that point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
That's cool. Yeah, because I, I remember the best Cohiba I ever had was a Churchill. And I'm, I'm guessing it was probably real because it was really freaking good. I just remember it being just so creamy. Just like the smoke texture, just like the vanilla cream notes that I got off of it. Nutty. It's just such an exceptionally creamy cigar. That's a that's a furthest extent of uh, Cuban for, Cohiba that I for have. For me, too. I always felt like, because I was a big um, Esplendido fan for a long time, which is basically like their, I guess you could call it like their double Lonsdale, or it's almost like a double Corona, basically, right? So um, I was a big Esplendido fan for a while when I first got into Cuban cigars. And then I got into the Siglo lines. I really like those. Out of all of the new stuff that was attainable, at least before Cuban cigar prices hit what they hit, I felt as though the Medio Siglo, kind of like their little mini Corona that they came out with in the Siglo line maybe three, four years ago, I thought that was the best new Cohiba that came out and probably the best new Cuban cigar that came out in the last decade. Because of like the accessibility yeah. of it, the price point, and kind of what it, what it represented. It was basically like a hybrid between a Lonsdale and a Robusto, and it was perfect for you know 10 to 15 bucks yeah oh those were the days <laughs> for 10 10 15 bucks sounds like an incredible yeah especially like with cigar. a name on it like exactly. yeah exactly exactly so so DJ the the most expensive cigar you've ever smoked and we know we know you tend to you know you said I think you said anything above what twelve dollars is like you know it's very 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 hard to I don't, justify I think, that I think the like quality of flavors you can get doesn't get crazy better after twelve like uh, I've smoked really good twelve dollar cigars and I'm like okay how could this be better just because it's four times the price. Um, I think the most, the best thing you get yeah. out of it is like a t the same size $12 cigar, $10 cigar compared to like a $30 cigar, it'll last at least twice as long. Like when I smoked that, uh, uh, probably the most expensive was the Garcia Garcia. Because that thing lasted like two hours yeah. for just a regular size cigar. And I'm like, I'm still here. And yeah. even, um, so if you, the, the Monte Cristo white versus the white vintage, basically the same cigar but it'll last twice as long and it's just like an eight dollar price difference and in texas oh. anyway. I got a bunch of okay. yeah because i always want because I, I i obviously i've had the monte cristo white i've i saw like you know a couple of years ago they had yeah. the white vintage or vintage white whatever i didn't know what the vintage it's was. it's uh the vintage white i think is an actual like Connecticut American Connecticut wrapper and that's the only difference or it's from their special farm or some, some some stupid shit like that it's marketing it has a band on it and there's some story but I know uh yeah or maybe sorry sorry I was gonna say or maybe because vintage maybe they're aged before yeah. they ship or whatever uh, some yeah, shit I like that, that uh, I was watching some JR cigar video and they're like you got to get the vintage not the classic for like the extra creamy and I smoked both I'm like no it's basically the same cigar one just cost eight more dollars and last way longer, but yeah. I bought I bought the. Uh, and you're you're not. So sorry, sorry. You're you're not going to see those JR videos yeah, well, anymore. We're on TikTok. They have they have moved to TikTok. 
uh, not nearly as possible because they're hilarious for no reason. Here's five cigars for summer. Why? Cause just just yeah. cause because I think I think uh, on YouTube they got big because of the podcast that they had on there. Mm -hmm. I forget the name of it, but they had the two guys talking back and forth. I think that's maybe like one of the bigger reasons why they got the you know the kind of viewership that yeah. they did on YouTube. I don't know if they're continuing to do that on TikTok. It doesn't really seem like a platform for that for a long-form podcast. No, they podcast. just released 10-minute uh, videos. Well, at least they released it a couple months ago. I just got, like, you're allowed to make 10-minute videos now. So I might start posting, like, shortened versions yeah. of my reviews just straight on TikTok. But TikTok's all about, like, user engagement. So people were smart, and they'd purposely, like, misspell a word. So that everyone makes fun of the fact that they misspelled the word. And then that just boosts the shit out of the video. So, like, my videos are blowing up right now. Because people, yeah. I was like, don't inhale cigars. That's all I tell people. And all these people are like, I inhale cigars. What? You can't handle it? I'm like, no. No, I, I can't handle dying. Yeah, yeah. You win. You, you beat me. Yeah. yeah. You, you win. <laughs> I'm alive. Uh, but, and then it'll just be people arguing in the yeah. comments. Yeah. Just back and forth. I'm like, what the fuck's the point of a cigar then? And, like, and then people are just, I'm like, yep. So you just sit back and yeah. and then you'll purposely post a video to like goat more questions out of it or more uh, 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 like decisive comments. And it's, it's, it's fun. But yeah, he's they, they posted on TikTok. I think their first video was going over the Punch Grand Puro or something like that. It was a review. I don't know. But yeah, they, I think they started that podcast during the pandemic because they had to do something. Yeah, something else yeah. to drive traffic to them. But I mean, during the sorry, but during the pandemic, that's when things started really booming for for retailers too. You know, oh, yeah. for online yeah. especially. That's all people had to do. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna turn my the brightness on my light down real quick. Yeah, it's it's uh. It's an interesting place, TikTok. Right now, it's not yeah. very fun, but TikTok is not fun as a cigar uh, reviewer and uh, cigar YouTuber. But it's it's fun as like just a general social media app. Yeah, like it. It's weird. It goes through phases of cigar content getting banned for no fucking reason. That's what I'm and saying. Then, my videos will just randomly pop up. Like I posted one today and it got 12,000 views in a couple hours. Yeah. Like for no, for no reason. That's awesome. It, it's, it's so wild yeah. just how, you know, wishy-washy it is. It's just like, yeah, so we community, you know, remove this or we community like shadow, um, you know, goes to this video or whatever. And then like the next one, yeah. it just pops off. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I had this, like, corny 4th of July video I posted on YouTube last year, and I, I clipped it small and posted it on TikTok. And it kept getting um, instantly blocked, like, muted. And it's like, we're using copyrighted music. I'm like, it's my music, and it's my voiceover. Like, <laughs> you're literally, I'm, it's my voice. This is original like, audio. What, what are you, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not copywriting it, and it's me. And ever since I posted that, my, it died for, like, six months. I went from getting like a couple hundred views every time I posted to one. And I was like, damn, don't post pro-American content. 
uh, or I used a knife as a nub tool, and then they were like, this is dangerous. You cannot do that. Um, okay. It's nuts. Wow. So I'm sure if TikTok, if they have bots doing that, or if it's no. actual people, but you think this it's, is such a huge all platform. Bots, and it's almost impossible yeah. to get a hold of a human. Like, if you think it's hard to talk to YouTube, TikTok's impossible. You can't even message TikTok really? through their own app. Because in order to talk to someone, you both have to be following each other. So TikTok just doesn't follow people. And when you go to send them a message, a warning error pops up. Like, yeah, they got to be following you to talk to them. Wow. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I just, I, like, the, the latest wow. video was, uh, I got banned was me just saying, like, hey, the Dunbarton tobacco video is going to be live on, on YouTube in a couple weeks. And it got blocked. And normally you can appeal. And when I go to appeal, the screen would just be white. I'm like, I can't. I can't do anything. I tried it on a laptop. I tried on multiple accounts. No. Just can't do it. That is bizarre. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I feel like such a boomer just uh, when it comes to TikTok because it's just – it's it's not like it's that difficult to make videos, but it's just like another – form of media that i have to like familiarize myself with and like you know the the format and everything it, it's so you D, dj good good on you for getting way good at that it's just you know to me it just seems like a sisyphean task to have to you know completely envelop myself in a new yeah, type in, of in thing. the middle of shooting you, know? you you then have to take out your phone and whatever you just said to one camera you say to this camera and then edit it again and you're like yeah it's it's repetitive but and when it pops off, you're like, hey, this is good. Yeah. And the, the format, too, man. I mean, could you imagine yeah. like, having to tilt your phone to the side and then having to shoot in 16 by 9? I mean, good God. <laughs> good golly. Good golly. <laughs> I didn't. I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what, what your issue was. And I'm like, oh, I got it. <laughs> yeah. Just, so I was like, yeah, I, was, I guess, I guess. Usually it's harder to go the opposite way to go to see by non-vertical. Portrait was the only way. Yeah. No, so like what I do with my video, so I'll either record straight on Tic Tac, but if I want the cinematic mode, because it looks vastly better, sure. you shoot it and then you can upload to TikTok. Or I'll upload it to Premium Rush, I think it's mm -hmm. called, which is the like editing app for Premiere. But TikTok recently, they upgraded their editing in the platform like a lot. You can drop audio in. You can split clips way better than you could before. It actually kind of looks like Rush. And it's because TikTok popped off so well as a platform, all these apps started making like, hey, easily do transitions. Hey, easily do this. Buy our $5 app. And I'm like, it already exists. It exists in the platform. You just, if you want it better, you could use this, but if you're already playing through Adobe, which I do just because I had it for my business, and then my company also gives me an account if I ever wanted to cancel mine, but uh, it's free. You can get, you can get uh, Lightroom Mobile on your phone as well, and it comes with all the different filters and crap like that. Mm. That looks looks like Michael. Yeah, uh, he, 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 he disappeared. Yeah. So are you on your phone right now, or did you uh, okay. rig your camera up to your See, laptop? I... Did you rig your camera up what to your that, laptop DJ? or on your phone? 
it, uh, this is all it my keeps, phone. Like, um, every now and then, it'll, it'll almost zoom in when it autofocuses. It's trippy. Yeah, I've noticed that too. Really? Like your frame is shaking. So I don't know if it was, it was your camera autofocusing or not, but I guess it's just your, your camera phone. What phone do you have since you, you don't aren't cool enough to have a Pro Max? It's uh it's just the regular yeah. thirteen. Yeah. That's that's weird. How uh, how bad it It looks like it's Every shaking. Now and then it just you can tell it's autofocus. Yeah, like zooms it might just and then a little dark. It. Yeah. It's okay. Every now and then my gimbal has a seizure yeah, if I lightly no, touch no. the table, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, no clue, guys. So what, uh, what are you guys, uh, what are you guys watching right now, as far as like you know shows or whatever that that you're really into? If you if you do that, I don't know if you guys watch TV or Netflix or whatever. DJ, you uh, I just finished watching the, the the Staircase on HBO. That's a good yeah, show. Yeah, I, I remember watching the, like, not the documentary, but just I watched, uh, there's a guy, uh, I, I, I could have swore, there's a YouTube channel called That Chapter that does murder, uh, true crime shit. I could have sworn he did the staircase. I went back and looked after I watched the series, could not find it. So I watched it somewhere on YouTube first, but then the show was really good. Just don't watch the documentary first, because it's, uh, the dude is very indifferent <laughs> during the entire time. Like he's just chatting yeah. away. And it, it, yeah, like he, it's, and plus the documentary is just, it, it is so yeah. long. Like, what is it? It's like yeah. nine or 10 I, or 12 I, episodes, and each episode yeah. is like two I was hours. Hoping, like, oh, cool. Like, you like an hour and a half long documentary. And I click on, like, oh, I'm not sitting through this. I just sat through the same thing, but with high production value. I, we watched like five minutes. Yeah, yeah exactly. I watched no. like five minutes. I'm like, oh, this dude definitely does not care that his wife is dead. Like, five seconds <laughs> into the documentary. He's just like, here, here's a house tour where MTV cribs. Yeah. I'm like, no, dude, you're a murder sex book. At, like, right now. It's crazy. Yeah. No, and he, he totally did it. He absolutely 100% did it. Like, with yeah. malintent. Yeah. Will I review an AJ Fernandez cigar? I, I've done a, a bunch of his cigars, uh, Calvin, on the channel. I think the most recent was the Rune Nation. Yeah. Man, yeah, yeah, the 10th. The That's the one I smoked this morning. Which was not a great cigar uh, for 106 degree heat. That was it's a good cigar. It's not not for how hot it was. Yeah, it's it seems like quite a heavy cigar. If I, if if it's anything like the original. Yeah, Nation. I like that one better but i also know i got it from um i can't think of his name now johnny and he had it for i don't know how long i think he said two years and then i sat on it for six months it was it was really nice those cigars with age on them yeah. are phenomenal the, the ruining oh man great cigars how does the mic sound on my uh camera a little low. Out of out of the, yeah, out of like out of you and 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 Michael, you're the a little bit lower audio wise, but still still can okay. tell what you're saying and everything. I, 
Because you're, you're using yeah, your using the earbuds, earbuds so right? When I shoot on the TikTok app, it's real bassy and loud. If I try and take phone calls with this through Apple, it sounds like trash. Like, it sounds like I'm talking in a tin can. What are you watching, Matt? Hmm. Um, well, we recently finished The Staircase because the last episode of that came out a couple of weeks ago. Um, we, my wife and I love this show called Alone. It's a, it's a reality show, but it's a reality show that I, I, I don't like reality TV, but this is a pretty sweet reality show where mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know the premise or have heard of it before, but they pretty much dump off 10 people in like a very remote area like in canada or they did a they did a season in mongolia they did a season in patagonia and each contestant is allowed to have 10 items and each contestant is like a survivalist like that's that's essentially their trade and um like they teach survival skills and all that stuff and the goal like pretty much the show is like you know who can last the longest out in the wilderness and they have to record all their own, you know, they, they're given like a, a camera, you know, multiple cameras, batteries, whatever to record, to record themselves. And it's a, it's quite an interesting, you know, very cool show. So that's, that's like, as far as like the most recent ones, well, that in Obi-Wan, just watch the latest episode of that, the Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney plus. That's a very good show. Oh no. Yeah. That one finished up too. Very good show. Um, yeah, th- that's pretty much it. Um, uh, watching Stranger Things, the the latest yep. half season that came out as well. Good show, you know. So yeah, for, for, but I, if you haven't, if Alone sounds remotely interesting okay. to you, you should check yeah. it out. It's very good. What's that on? It's on History Channel, and they have. I know they have a couple seasons mm-hmm. on Netflix, I believe, and um. Season, I believe, season seven or eight. Um, it's in Great Slave Lake in um, in Northwest Territories in Canada, and it's it's uh, there's this guy named Roland. He's just like the biggest badass you've ever seen, and like there's everybody like makes their their like uh, per well you know uh, they want it to be their permanent residence, but everybody makes their permanent residence usually out of, you know, out of trees and, you know, they fill it in and everything with mud and all that. But this guy, Roland, he made his, 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 uh, he made his house out of freaking rocks. Like he was like carrying boulders, an entire freaking house. To, and like, he got up to like negative 30 degrees up there at points. It was just insane. So, yeah. That guy's a friggin', he's a badass. So whatever season Roland's on, watch that season. Cause it's, it, it'll get you into the show. What, what about so you, Michael? Wife what, what are you finished watching? up Stranger Things, the half season. Um, and then we got yep. into the new season of Umbrella Academy that came out on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, the new one. season is maybe not as interesting as the first two, but it's starting to pick up now that we've, we're on like the final three episodes. So it took a little while, but it's getting there. Um, and I just think that, like, maybe the show kind of hit a little lull in its third season. But mm. we're we're looking forward to the last half of Stranger Things. And, you know, that's kind of like what we've been watching. Obviously, I talked about the polygamy show that, uh, you know, 
my the documentary or whatever that my wife watches on Netflix. So she's been doing that. And then um, she usually likes to mix in because when she's under like a show prep or she's prepping for like a bikini competition or something like that, she'll typically do she'll build up to it, but it typically ends up being like 45 minutes to an hour of cardio on top of her lifts. So she'll usually mix in like Grey's Anatomy or Gilmore Girls or like one of those shows that she'll like rewatch in the background just to take her mind off the minutia of cardio. But, um, and then like typically we'll end whatever it is if we watch like an episode or two depending upon the time of something we'll typically end as our nightcap like superstore on hulu it's uh you like that jimmy yeah it gets a little like too political towards the end but it's a great show like if you're a fan of the office that's the next show you should watch so i was a huge fan of the office yeah yeah. I mean, Superstore for me, my first job at 15, like and a half was working at Best Buy retail. So like, there's so many tie-ins, even though they kind of theme it after Walmart and Target and all those, there's so many tie-ins to just Best Buy or any other retail store. It's just, it's fantastic. The way that, you know, they, they have like little things that they do during their shifts and during the day and stuff like that, that I'm just like, Oh, I remember when I was like 17 and we used to do that too. Or I remember that one creepy manager that did that too. And yeah, it's just. Yeah. Ah. One of the best parts of that show is when they randomly clip in someone doing something stupid in the store, Mm -hmm. like out of nowhere, they just have a customer just looking at something that's odd or walking. It's, it's such a good random thing that they just drop in. And they yeah. just keep going with the plot. It's such a good show. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. And, and uh, Michael, when you were talking about the shows that your wife watches, I, me- I immediately thought and thought this. I was like, our wives would probably get along because Grey's Anatomy and Gilmore Girls <laughs> are my wife's bread and butter. And she commented on Dog's account saying, oh, you guys exactly. would probably get along. Exactly. <laughs> You know, Gilmore Girls is easy because of the fact that, like, she, you know, and Grey's Anatomy, too. I think the Grey's Anatomy is probably more engaging because they're in a hospital. They're in the ER and stuff like that. And things are just a little bit more, like, suspenseful to begin with. But Gilmore Girls is just, like, that's – I think that she's probably watched that over and over probably four or five times the whole entire, like, series. So. Yeah, yeah. What what are your guys' favorite all time shows? Ooh. Like from a kid, from whenever. Ooh, we got a good one. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I mean, I know. What's that? Barney doesn't count. Barney doesn't count. Barney My younger brother count. was was heavily into Barney, and I'm going to out him right now. He was a he made me watch Barney whenever I had to babysit <laughs> him. So Barney was not one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> except by proxy. I remember, like, I loved, as far as yeah. cartoons go, I loved, obviously, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You talked about that earlier tonight before you came on. You played the game. Um, I really oh, enjoyed the oh, Sonic oh, the yeah. Hedgehog cartoon, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. Basically, anything off of a video game I was in because I was such a big gamer when I was a kid. Um uh, and then, like, yeah. Power Rangers, all that stuff that we had as kids was, like, you know, that was a big deal. 
but I would say as an adult and, you know, like my shows recently over the last maybe decade plus, Sopranos, um, I really like Boardwalk Empire, uh, thoroughly enjoyed Entourage, you know, just like a few of those to name a few, like as far as as an adult, what I've watched and what I've, what I've really liked. I, I obviously have heard amazing things about Sopranos, but I've never seen it. Just, uh, you know, at the time I didn't have HBO or whatever, and I have no excuse because it's been so long, but, uh, but I've heard that's, you know, an amazing show. Yeah, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get past what about, how what slow the, the beginning of it. I got to try and watch it again because I know it, it, it builds and everyone likes it, but the first couple episodes, it was it. That's how I felt taking back. That, that's how I felt about Breaking Bad. Same same thing. Like it's, I try to get it multiple times, but it just starts yeah. so. Breaking slow. Bad was was really good. I think it got overhyped near the end, but it was a good show, just in general. Like I remember, uh, I watched it. I started watching. I think when they were already in season three, and you watch a couple episodes, and I was like, oh, I caught up because it was on. I think it was on Netflix. I just remember watching it while I was doing doing work, but. I don't know how many times I've watched The Office the entire way through. I used to watch that in the background back in like 2012. And I think I got through it like four times while working for my, my consulting company that I was at. Uh, I don't know how many times. Yeah. Is that no, I agree. The Office is another one. Yeah, that, that's our go-to background noise for sure. Like Nothing else on, just just put The Office on. Yeah. Uh, growing up, it was the uh, yeah. the X Men and Spider Man cartoons, and then Sonic the Hedgehog. Those were all great. Sonic was awesome. Sonic was dope. I know they did a they did a Mario cartoon yeah, for a season or two as well, but that, I, that was good. Hmm. For me, bread and butter was The Simpsons growing up. And my parents, they 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 had no budget as a kid. I could watch whatever I wanted to. So you know, Simpsons that was bread and butter. Um, then uh, Married with Children. Growing up as a kid, I loved that show. <laughs> and um, South Park, still to this day, love South Park. Um, what else? As an adult, I got more into Seinfeld. Uh, just love, you know. Love that show for what it is, but the nine seasons that it had. Um, more recently, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of a show called Nathan. It was on uh, Comedy Central for four seasons. And um, that's uh, that, that, sh that show was funny as all hell. It was like kind of like half reality show, half staged. But it was pretty much about this guy, Nathan, Nathan Fielder. Who would, who would go to these companies that were struggling and give them off-the-wall ideas of how to get people to, to, you know, go to their business and, you know, for them to thrive. So he would do stupid, stupid shit. Like, the, the first season, uh, one of them was to uh, for a yogurt shop. And the idea that he gave the yogurt shop was to have a poop-flavored yogurt. Okay. Like, you know, frozen yogurt. And it's just just ridiculous stupid thing and it sounds yeah. very lowbrow obviously the, the way that i'm explaining there's a lot of like little nuanced things in that show that just make it so friggin' hilarious but that's uh 
as as an adult, that's one of my more favorite recent what shows. What up, BKB? Uh, Nathan for you. Nathan the stupid title familiar. too. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Dude, EKB, he's on. Dude, should uh, should we see? Or how how much longer are you guys? I think I got about another thirty. Another another thirty. What about you, DJ? All right, uh, I'm gonna invite EKB on, and if he can, that's great. If he can't, that's that's cool too. But if he can join, that awesome. Let's see. There he is. He has the invite if he wants to join. Totally understand. You know, Dude, how very amazing impromptu. was uh, how amazing were the Simpsons for coming on after Monday Night Football all the time? Like perfect segue. <laughs> What's up, EKB? Yeah, yeah. What's going on, dude? What up, fellas? You, can you hear me? We can hear you. Yeah, we hear. <laughs> I we can hear loud and clear, man. Dude, you're smoking too. Got this, AJ. Got this AJ Fernandez Nicaragua, man. I just bought while I'm here in New York. I'm in the city right now, man. Nice, nice. So you're, I thought you were in California, mm -hmm. but you're in New York now. That's How you fellas dude. doing, man? What's going on? Dude, just chilling hard, dude. Chilling hard. And it's it's late as hell. Yeah, it's like midnight, right like 1230 at night. <laughs> So how much you pay for that AJ Fernandez cigar? Like thirty Dude, it was bucks. Thirty-five dollars. What? No way. <laughs> no bullshit, man. What? Luckily, my brother-in-law was like, "Look, man, you here? Let me get this cigar for you, man." I'm like, "Nah, you ain't got to do that shit." I was gonna get a nice cigar anyway, but he he bought it. It was nice. Oh. This shit tastes like a Tootsie Roll, man. It's nice as yeah. fuck. It's really good. I'll tell you what. That's a Las Vegas strip price right there. Holy, that's shit. cool. Thirty-five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Dude, I bought him because uh, he's not really a smoker. So, like, I got him uh, a Charter Oak. You know, those things are, you know, pretty affordable. $15 yeah. for a Charter Oak. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I knew the prices were bad here, but I, I also knew that. Oh, it's horrible, man. Anymore. It's horrible. It's, yeah. it's really bad. Wow. I think the Habano is six out yeah. of Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it was fifteen dollars. I saw that shit like the 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 AJ Fernandez New World was like fifteen dollars in that place. I was like, "What the hell are y'all doing out here?" Oh man, that's crazy. crazy. That gives yeah. me odd. Yeah. I got like I said, sadly that's like fifteen. The, the big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, man. What you guys been talking about, man? What did I miss? Uh, late, most recently talking about our favorite shows growing up, mm -hmm. either growing up or as an adult. So uh, what, what about you? What about you, EKB? Like, what are some of your favorite shows? My all-time favorite show is The Wire. I don't know if you got The what? I've heard a lot. If you get that. a chance, it's kind of dated now, but the way they build the world, the way they build Baltimore, and they tell the story from so many different perspectives, they give you the street. Like, you know, what it was like guys, you know, selling hand-to-hand, -hand, you know, selling narcotics hand-to-hand -hand and all that kind of stuff. Then the next season, they move it to the docks. 
So it's like how all the drugs are getting into Baltimore and what, the, you know, it's like dealing with the Greeks who are moving it in, dealing with the, you know, the Polacks and how they don't have a lot of money and they're trying to make their way up, how that all connects to the streets. The next season, they moved into uh, the politics and how the politics are affected by the drug trade and all that kind of stuff and how it affects the police and all the, all the politicians. And then the following season after that was how the, the yeah. news media was was moving it and how the news affected the people that lived in Baltimore. It's such an in-depth in look at just how the drug trade affected people and how it affected their day-to-day -day lives. Every single character in there had a story. It's just a brilliant yeah. show, man. It's, it's such a good show. Yeah. And that's that yeah. that yeah, yeah. HBO, right? Yep. So you know, like anything HBO, the quality is going to be. And it was it was hands down the best show that was on TV, but the the type of characters that they had, they didn't really want to promote it like that. So like they were giving all the awards to like uh, Six Feet Under and all these other shows that were Dexter and all that other kind of stuff that was out there, and the show went away because they they wouldn't support it. Huh. So they cut the last season in half. Yeah, it, they only got like ten episodes, and it just ended the way that it shouldn't have ended. It, but it was you got to go back. And watch it. It's it's just brilliant. There was, there, I mean, like there were a lot of good shows on HBO in that era, right? Like Six Feet Under. I remember mm -hmm. one of my favorite shows on HBO was Oz for a long yeah. oh, time before yeah. all those. Oz was, you know, it was gritty. It was it very was gritty. grimy. Very. There. But the acting was so the, the acting was so good. Like you felt all the characters in there. It didn't feel like it, it, later on in, in the seasons it got kind of over the top. Yeah. But like the first few seasons of that, like it was like it was grounded and it really felt like what it was like to be in prison during that time frame. It was just great. It was a great show. Yeah, that was a, you know, the first few seasons for sure. Yeah. The Six Feet Under kind of made um, what's his name from Dexter, kind of Michael C. Hall. It kind of like made C. Hall. his career big time, and that had a couple of seasons and then Dexter was cool yeah. too but that was uh Dexter was Showtime right and when it came out yeah, yeah. and yep. like their new their new little reboot of that is so yeah. weird I can't they tried man. <laughs> I, I, yeah I, I've seen it I haven't checked it out it looks pretty obtuse the way it's set up with him it, being it so weird. And all that I, stuff. I, I can't I can't I can't go back and watch weird. it we, we were also what talking about yeah. the most expensive cigar that you ever smoked. I don't know if it's the one that's in your hand right now, but. Uh... Nah, nah. Really, the most expensive <laughs> I got, like, I was in California at the time. I was living in Fresno. And uh, it was my birthday. And the dude talked me into getting a Padron. It was the, I think it was like the number two. And it was a 1926. And uh, that thing was $37. Mm -hmm. And that that was like the only time I spent that. But I was like, it's my birthday. Fuck it. You know, I'm going right. to go all out. And you know how everybody rants and raves about the drone and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, let me do this, man. Let me see what it's like. That's the easily the most expensive cigar I've ever spent money on. Did you feel the price was justified? Yeah. And what you, I, uh, what, you enjoy, what you had? I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, man. Like, I, I like the drone. I love the construction of those cigars. I love, like how they hold up they look beautiful but i didn't get what everybody was talking about like i felt like i could go and get an eye of the shark and you know or and and yeho and get these cherry notes and get all this kind of stuff and it was going to be much better than that cigar. that was my opinion but yeah 
dope. Yeah, you just get really yeah, good. I remember tobacco. you mentioning uh, that's. I think that's literally what I'm smoking right now. Oh, my <laughs> man, yeah, my man. I mean, it's, it's good, but it, I, I, for me, I like to get these flavor notes. I want to be wild by it. I want to get something that's yeah. just like, damn, yeah. it tastes like anything I've ever had before. Yeah, that's definitely not this. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Yeah. I, I, EKB, I remember you mentioned in one of your videos, like, you know, you're, you're going to do a video about yeah, right. Harper Jones worth it, you know, and from, from my experience, it's, it's few and far between. Like, I've had the exact same, like, say, like, the 45-year Padron, you know, anniversary. One's been freaking amazing. And then a couple of years later down the line, I have another one. Right, it's very right. mediocre. You know, like, it's possible, but it's it's few and far between. It might, like, right now, experience. I would rather go out and get something from Steve Saka and, you know, spend my money on that. And I know, like, I'm going to get something, like, different. You know, and I know, like, he's going to give me something yeah. that is uh, that I haven't had before. And I'd rather spend my money on that than buying a Patron. But I'm gonna try it again. You sent me that Patron, you know. So that's that's waiting for that episode that I that you were just talking about. I'm I'm gonna light it up for that to see if it really lives up to yeah. the hype. Yeah. Yeah, and that that one's been aging for maybe like two and a half years, two years, something like that. So it has it has some age on it. So it'll be less rough than it would be if it you know just got to you you know fresh. So. The whole but I do want to suggest, right? man, if you guys get a chance. Um, I, I'm AJ Fernandez to me is usually kind of hit or miss. It's like sometimes it's like really good, sometimes it's like whatever. This Nicaragua series is damn good. This is actually like I, I wouldn't spend thirty five dollars on it again, but I would definitely drop fifteen, sixteen for this cigar. I, I think it's worth you guys trying. Cool. I think I have one. So, so it, like, uh, is it like the H? No, nah, I, I took the band off, so I don't have it right now, man. Um, but it's just a blue. It, yeah, it's a blue and gold band. Yep, that's it. And it says Nicaragua Series up there. That's it. And then it has the AJ Fernandez band on it. It's a nice cigar. It tastes like a Tootsie Roll, man. Like, this is it's chocolatey. It's, it's oily. It's rich. It's a nice cigar. What up, D-Love? Nice, man. Yeah, D-Love, man. It's good to see you on here. It's, it's late as hell for you out there, too, in North Shout Carolina. Shout out, North Carolina. 252. <laughs> is that that's yes, where you're sir. originally from, EKB? North Carolina. I, I really cool, claim man. North Carolina and, and Virginia. That's where I spent like half my life in each of those places. So it's kind of weird to be in New York and or or Japan. Like that's some weird shit. Yeah, little culture shock there. Yeah, my, my wife's from Fairfax. She she grew up in uh, Nova. That Northern Virginia area is nice, especially now. Like back in the day, I don't know if she lived in like in the Richmond area back in the day. It used to be raw out there. You you only went to Richmond if it was like a reason to go to Richmond. But now, like it's all gentrified. You can get really good yeah. pizza. You, you know, go out to the university and hang out. It's nice now. So. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Well, that's yeah, man. Your your story of like you know where you've lived and where you're living now that is that is a story. In itself. Wow, shit, man. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, dude. What's uh so like? Are do you feel how long have you been living in Japan for? Been living where? In, in, uh, how long have you been in Japan for? Two and a half years. Does it does it feel like home? I can honestly say 
that I do not want to like come back and live in the state because like I don't, I don't have to worry about my kids. My kids are safe, and their transit system. You can go yeah. anywhere. You know what I'm saying? You can hop on a bullet train. You can hop on a densha and just go like, you know, you can go to, to Tokyo in an hour and thirty minutes from where I live. And then my house, like you gotta see my view, man. I yeah. can just sit there and, and look at Mount Fuji. You know, you can hike Mount Fuji. Like it's so much shit to do out there. Like why would I want to come back to this shit that's going on right yeah. now? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of videos on YouTube of, of these guys just traveling in, in Japan, like going on ferries, going on bullet trains, like all this like crazy shit. It's it's very it's so advanced compared to like, just traveling wise, man. You can just hop on a plane and in like an hour you're in Okinawa and you're on the beach in Okinawa and the water's like, you know, crystal. And it's, oh, man, it's fucking dope. And then like everywhere you go at night, there's a izakaya. There's a bar. There's some place you can just go and have a drink and just chop it up with people. It's just dope, man. Japan special. Yeah, yeah. Very, very, yeah, very cool. Yeah, yeah. Michael, you have experience, obviously. Yeah. With, I mean, my uh, my wife. She spent her formative years, you know, being raised out there. She was born in Pennsylvania and then moved out there when she was a kid, and basically up until about 24, and then moved to New York by herself for a few years, and then moved out here. So we went back in 2019 and I mean, it was um, the amount of respect and the culture is built upon that, you know, like even just having arrows that point to what direction you walk up a subway, you know, up the steps and EK, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like there's on the right side, you walk up the stairs on the left side, you walk down the stairs or vice versa, whichever way you're looking at it. And it's just like, everybody just follows that. And then, there are special spots on the subway. Not only are the seats like heated because it gets cold at certain times, but there are special areas on the subway trains where like only women can sit. Or, you know, if, um, if it's like a, for a senior section, if older people want to come and take the seat, somebody gets up, lets them sit down. It, it's just like, it's a culture and a, an ideology and ethos really that like everything's built upon respecting your neighbors. <coughs> and respecting those around you. And it's like the way that they go about that without having to say it, you know? And I mean, even like the public restrooms, the public restrooms in Japan, everybody gets a bidet and everything is so, there's no trash anywhere. Like it's just gorgeous. The whole entire- It's not. So what's really crazy, like based on what you're saying, we went to this temple. So we were walking out there and I got the kids and you know, my homies with me and all this kind of stuff. My son dropped my hat in the middle of the street and I lost my glasses. So we walked through this whole area, went around, saw all the temples and the whole nine. And I was like, yo, where's my hat? I go back to that area and they neatly put it like just right where I could see it. And my glasses were sitting right there. Nothing gets stolen. It, you could drop your wallet. You could drop a wad of money and they're going to put it where you can come back and get it. Nobody's going to touch it. That's never happening where I am right now. No, that that would not happen there. Anywhere, it's, it's, it's dope, man. Like, how do you leave some shit like that? And you can go and get yeah. some banging ass ramen too. Like, <laughs> the food's really good too. <laughs> well, oh. get Cuban That's cigars awesome. whenever you want to get Cubans. That you just awesome. go get them like it's nothing, and you know. Everything is a set price. So, like, no matter where you are, if you're in Hokkaido in the northern part of Japan, you go to Okinawa, 
if it's thirty dollars in one place, you're gonna spend thirty dollars. If it's fifteen dollars in another place, that's what you're gonna spend no matter what, you know, just based on the price of the cigar. It never changes. I don't have to worry about being in New York and have to spend thirty five dollars to get a you know, a good cigar. Uh, yeah, yeah. Very very homogenous in that regard. Good shit, man. What is everybody else smoking on? I know you got the Patron. What what you guys got? Yeah, I put mine up, my little ashtray. I, oh, I, I should have known. I don't even know why I asked. <laughs> I've got the uh, the Espada, the vintage. I have not had it yet. What do you think about that, man? It's good. It's good, man. It's really nice. It um, you know, it's coming from the Placencia farm, or at least it's rolled at Placencia. I know that, and the tobacco source from Esteli. So, I mean, it's um. This particular one, I think I smoked a little bit too early and I kind of jumped the gun on it. I think it needs to sit because it just got shipped over this week. Um, but uh, so far, I like everything about it. I mean, the construction was flawless. The flavors nice. were all there the whole entire smoke. I think it's only going to get better the the <laughs> if I can refrain from smoking too many of them in the box that I got, you know? So Good luck with them. Yeah, right. Tim, what up? Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. That's always the problem. But uh, no, man, I think that's really good. I think this is probably the best, like, uh, cigar from, what is it, General or Altidus? Um, one of them. Who had... yeah. Altidus. Yeah, Altidus, right? Altidus. I think this is probably the best one that I've smoked from them in quite some time. So. Nice, dude. Yeah. I, I hate that I came on so late, yeah, man. I saw, like, like, as soon as I, I hopped on, I saw that you were live, man. So I was hoping you guys were just getting started, man. I'm sorry I came in late. Man. No, you're I, fine. I to Dude. It's yeah. all good, man. Glad, glad you have you. Like, I, our our goal, I guess, or tentatively our plan was to do it, do a live stream the last Wednesday of each month. So I know we're, co we're coming up on that now. So I don't know if we're going to do that since we did this. But like that's that's the plan. And I know you're you're busy. You're traveling right now. Here's the thing. So, you know, I get back if you... to Japan on Tuesday, and I'm leaving my kids here. So I'm at my brother-in-law's house. I was just having cigars with him, and I'm gonna have free time. I'm gonna be all over Japan. So we, I, I could be in Tokyo, and I might pop on with you guys. So who knows, man? I got free time. I can smoke what I like. I ain't gotta worry about shit. Cool. You can see the smile on my face. I'm so happy about that shit. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. If you if you guys are up for it this uh, this upcoming Wednesday, at, uh, you know, anytime after like, especially if you do it around this time, eight p.m. or whatever, like, you know, it'll be different time for you. It'll be right in the early in the morning, man. You know, I'm clicking my heels, man. It's gonna be some wonderful shit. So yeah, let's kick it. So let's go back to the let's go back to the movies. What were y'all talking about? What were some of the movies uh, or shows that you guys were were into back in the day? Well, my mine growing up, oh, yeah, I'm a Simpsons yeah. kid. Yeah. And that's you know, that's you know, that shit that I watched the most as a kid. Um that's uh, I like South Park. Um it's, uh, I watched a lot of Married with Children growing up as a kid, <laughs> even though I maybe shouldn't have been. <laughs> have you gone back to watch Married with Children now that you're older? I, like and now that you have I have. I, I have. I, I, I love that even more. The no you got to get a no man shirt, man. I've been wanting to get one of those for the longest time. 
Man, that I don't. I'll, I'll be. I'll be off YouTube so quick. <laughs> Did you guys watch uh, Night Court? Did you watch that back in the day? No. I very very. I barely remember, but I do remember. That's some that good shit. Bad. If you get a chance to go back, that was a smart ass show, man. That that shit is brilliant. So, so as as an adult, you're hell right, like, yeah. Back and watching that because they covered like the stuff that you can't talk yeah. about now, like all the stuff that will get you canceled. Oh, Roseanne! Somebody said Roseanne was a good show. That was a good show too. But like that's one of all the stuff that will get you canceled now. Yeah. They were able to do on Married with Children. They were able to do with Night Court, and it yeah. came on late too, so they could kind of you know push the envelope a little bit. It's definitely worth going back and check that one out. All the shit that was like real life. It, it, exactly. Not Exactly. And they didn't have to like play to the ratings and all that kind of shit back then. They they could just say and do whatever they want. They touched on some real shit with the court. Yeah. 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 I'll I'll definitely check that out, man. Hey, looks like uh, Matt's up. Boofy, baby. That's cool. What's up, Boofy? (laughs) Boofy. Good to see you. Holding zero. Hey, man. Good to see you. Hey, last uh, live stream. Room on a one yeah. cigar. Get to spend that time. With I know, kids, I, man. Or with the kids. We had the, I, I know. I, I, I gave him props for this before, but that motherfucking Namakubi. <laughs> That's an amazing smoke, man. Yes. One? Yes. That shit is fucking delicious, dude. Yeah. Dude, I I fucking yeah. love that cigar, man. And it's it's so unique. Such a unique smoke too. Not not to just like drool over you know Matt Booth shit just because he's on here, but well, that's yeah, a fucking everybody should know about cigar. that cigar. That shit is flame. Absolute mm-hmm. flames. Yeah. Yeah. I still I still have a few more left. I'm gonna let those age for a bit. And also, you know, you're not gonna be able to get any more of them, so because that was a limited release. But yeah, that cigar is fucking Deep to me that uh what is it, the astronaut? Jeff I know you, you did that, uh, man. Yeah, I, I haven't had it yet, man. I've been holding on to that bad boy. I wanted to do a show with it. I've been cradling that bad boy, but I got to get on that. That's a good one. Yeah, that's really good. That's a good cigar. I know. I know. I think Michael enjoyed that one more oh. than the Navakubi. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, the same I, camp. Yeah. I only had so we we smoked the, the Johnny Tobacco at the last live stream that we did, and then. I, that was my second one. I only had one Namakubi, but um, I have another one waiting in the humidor. So when I when I get a second one in, just as like a reference point, I guess. But yeah, the Johnny Tobacco man, that thing was that, that one was pretty special to me too. I don't know, it's it's a hard it's a hard one for sure. It it's just it's nice that yeah. uh, you know coming full circle after the better part of a decade of smoking, if not longer, of smoking Room 101, like Matt Booth is still putting out and, you know, Boothy's here. So, you know, and not to not to blow smoke, but he's still putting out such gems, you know, like it's just it right, right. really exciting. Yeah, I remember I remember when they first came out with like they had like the head. It was like a black band with the with the you know yeah, the warrior yeah. head on it. Those are those are real I saw the Lost Angel. I was about to get that, but I know you sent that to me, so I was like, I you don't need me to pay for that right now. Especially <laughs> here in in New York. I'm not paying for that shit. I'll smoke it when I get back. 
I'm gonna do that cool hell shit too. Crown has yeah, been killing it too. Like John and, and and Matt have been like on fire lately. Like all the shit that they've been putting out recently, that's the shit that I've been most impressed by. By anything that's been out there. Dude, I I was never like I always just saw Crown Heads as like just they put out right. solid cigars, right. nothing spectacular. Every limited I've had from them so far this year has been amazing. Like I, I just I I just smoked the the La Carême, the Velocoso Spinos, the Limited 2022. That cigar is freaking amazing. That in. <laughs> like, I'm I'm just waiting for you guys to post more pictures on that because that shit right there is is out of this world too. Like that's that's I can't wait to get back, man. All the shit that I got waiting for me at home, no kids, and I can just sit over on that rooftop and I'm gonna go ham on those cigars. <laughs> Yeah, that that Lost Angels no joke either. That thing's for that thing was. I mean, they're all they're all amazing, just in different ways, you know. But that Lost Angel, that's a yeah. star too. So yeah, uh, are you guys? Uh, it is almost 10 p.m. here, so it's almost 1 a.m. where you're at, EKB. Is this is this where where we call it quits here? Yeah, we can. You guys good to peace. <laughs> Hey, it's, you're, you're you're it, DJ. <laughs> it's a good that cigar. That must not be that yeah, bad, man. Not, if, you, if you're taking it down to the nub, it must be all right. Yeah, I like the one thing I hate about them is the, the <laughs> amount, the amount of spitting. Yeah, true. Yeah, well, that, yeah, it's, it's a good cigar, man. Yeah. How did your uh, How did your cocktail pair with uh, with your cigars tonight, DJ? Oh, I. I was flying high for a bit, so great. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice, awesome guys. Well, yeah, it was it was great that you could come on EKB. It was great to talk I with you for a bit, you, man. man. Y'all made my night. I know it's just a few minutes, man, but I, I appreciate getting to chop it up with y'all fellas, man. Likewise. So. Absolutely, and D loves going to bed too. So we'll say good night to D. Thanks yeah, for hopping on, time, time. Yeah, I I'll see. Hopefully, I see y'all on. Uh, it's Thursday for me. I hope I'll see y'all Thursday morning, man. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Hopefully, yeah, Wednesday, we'll back Wednesday, on Wednesday. All right, guys. Well, we'll be we'll be in talk. We'll be we'll be talking. We'll be in touch. We'll be talking. You guys have a great night, and peace, fellas. We'll see you soon. Alrighty, fellas. Peace. All right, guys. Night. Good night.